we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is history. What you've done, what it's shown. You guys have built a platform that influences. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Envy play my record, I made it. Charlemagne the God. The God will get you. What made you think that you're liking the controversial questions we take as part? I like this show. This is my favorite show. Wake that ass up. Breakfast Club is on. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God! Peace to the planet, it's Monday! Yes, it's Monday, back to the work week. Good morning. That's right, another week to serve, man. Another day to serve, okay? How y'all feeling out there? Hopefully you had a great weekend. I absolutely did, and nobody asked, but I am blessed, black, and highly favored. I was getting my cheer dad on all weekend. Oh, cheer dad. Yeah, cheer. that season back. Cheerleading competition is back in season, so... 
I was in one of my favorite places, Atlantic City. I like Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't know why. I've told y'all this before. I go to Atlantic City, and it's just like I get a real peace of mind in Atlantic City. I get a lot of writing mm-hmm. done. You know, I'm working on my third book right now, dropping mm-hmm. the clues bombs for me. So I get a lot of writing done, and you know, just, just get the. I don't know. It settles my mind. Atlantic City does. Okay. Shout to Atlantic City. I'm not a City. gambler or anything either. I just. You don't gamble when you go down there. No, hell no. I work too hard for my money. Plus, I've been fired four times. Okay, I know what it feels like to collect an unemployment check. Mm. Ain't playing with my money like that. Mm. Gambling. How rich you got to be to gamble? Nah, people, people, go, people go down there dollars, quarters, hey, dimes, God penny bless machine. Them. I ain't got that kind of heart. Yeah, I don't okay. gamble. I don't, All right? What are my anxieties? And side? if I do gamble, it's like a date night. We set a limit, like $200. And if we lose, we out. If we get $40, we leave. It's just, I, I'm not a, I'm I like, not a big wa- I like watching it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the type of person I can... I can sit around and spectate and watch people do it. And it's not like I haven't done it. I'm just mm-hmm. not that type of person that has to go do it all the time. Yeah, I've seen people lose big money, like a lot of money. And God since, bless them. Ever since I seen that, I just was like, nah, that's not going to be me. God bad. bless them I, and they wealthy ways. I'd rather use it for something else. But God. yeah, it is that season, cheer dad season or, or dance dad season. Uh, my daughter starts this weekend when it comes to the dance. And it's serious. If, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, just imagine being in a place for six hours, maybe seven and your daughter might dance twice? Oh, no. We go home. I mean, not go home, but we go back to the hotel. Oh, you go back to the hotel? Hell yeah. Cause my daughter on two teams. So, you know, it's, I, I, got it, I got it down to a science now. Yeah, but... Yeah. I got it down to a science. Because sometimes... We, well, we don't go back, but sometimes you gotta you go in the hall, you sit there, you watch the game. It's, and it's always... Some, it seems like it's always on Sunday when the games are on. It just seems like that's nah, what it is. Yeah, it, mine was Saturday and Sunday. I still got to watch the games. I saw the Texas Ravens game. Mm-hmm. I saw the Packers 49ers game. I saw the Lions Bucks game. I saw all the games this weekend. What am yeah. talking about? Yeah, that's all, pretty much all of them. Yeah, so yeah. shout salute to all the dance cheer dads out there. That's right, cheer dad, big cheer dad gang. You hear me? Drop on the cruise bomb for all the cheer dads out there. We be proud too. We be having yes. on our t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? We see each other. Y'all we know already the, know the energy that we both on. You don't know the routines you know? though. No, I don't know the routines. See, I know my I know the routines. I be they doing use a like lot the- of old school hip hop nowadays at the cheer dance competitions. Mm-hmm. Like one of my daughter's teams uses uh, LL Cool J's "Mama Said Knock You Out." Mm-hmm. And even when they were doing the awards yesterday, they were playing uh, Victory mm-hmm. from Diddy and Notorious Big and Busta Rhymes. So it's just like, it's just always interesting to see how how much hip-hop is transcended. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Same with dance. That, that, they get every last move from hip-hop. But let's get the show cracking. All right, front page news. We got Teslin Figaro. She'll tell you what's going on. We'll give you all the scores if you missed it over the weekend. A lot of great games. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Question. I wonder, too, if Nicki Minaj knows how big she is in the chair world. I'm sure. like you hear moment for life at all the cheerleading Bunch competitions. You hear this everybody join yep. at all the cheerleading competitions. Like them, the, the, all cheer teams around the world play a lot of Nicki Minaj. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Morning, Tiz. Good morning. Uh, I am a cheer mom. Don't forget about the cheer moms in the house. So shout out to you, cheer dads. <laughs> Salute to all the cheer moms. And let's get in some front page news. Let's start off with sports. The Ravens beat the Texans 34-10. The Buccaneers lost to the Lions 31-23. Congratulations, Detroit. The Chiefs beat the Bills 27-24. And the 49ers beat the Packers 24-21. I think we're going to see a uh, Detroit Ravens Super Bowl. That's what I believe. And I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for uh, the Ravens to beat the Chiefs because we cannot have the Kansas City Swifties in the Super Bowl. Well, that's what they've been saying. They've been no, saying that no. the NFL has been pushing this this that's whole right. Chiefs thing, and they want Taylor Swift there at the Super Bowl. They said it brings no. more ratings. No. It'll bring more people. The tickets no. will be higher priced because then people are, would love no. to come see Taylor Swift. Look. So people are saying it's going to be the Chiefs. 
No. And the Lions. Listen, Lamar and the Ravens, man, don't leave it up to chance this weekend. Don't leave it up to the referees. Go out there and bust Kansas City's ass. Because I promise you, if it's close, the referees going to cheat for the Kansas City Swifties just so Taylor Swift can be at the Super Bowl. We can't have that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ravens-Lions Super Bowl is what I see. But I'm also a Dallas Cowboys fan, and I saw us in the Super Bowl for the past 29 years. So don't listen to me. That's right. What else we got, Tez? Good morning. Good morning. Are y'all gonna go for Detroit by default if Detroit goes to Subo? No, I don't go. I don't. I don't go with anybody. I just I, I enjoy the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's All jump right. into DeSantis. Yeah, DeSantis, Florida Governor DeSantis is out. Uh, I don't think anybody in the room is surprised, but he did drop out of the race. Let's take a listen. Let's go to CBS for the report. Ron DeSantis has just announced that he is no longer running for president. In a video posted on X just moments ago, DeSantis endorsed begrudgingly former President Trump, previously his chief rival for the White House. DeSantis's announcement comes after he came in second in the Iowa caucuses, but still substantially behind Trump. With his campaign officially over now, Nikki Haley remains Trump's only competition in the race for the Republican nomination. Well, DeSantis' campaign sucked. I mean, he had a spark when he started, but, you know, now he's just garbage. This is what it is. Yeah, he figured he better he better get out now instead of lose tomorrow night. New Hampshire uh, primary is tomorrow night. Now he made uh, some remarks saying he'll be endorsing Trump. I don't know what type of weight that'll bring, but he did say he'll be endorsing Trump. And he threw a dig at Nikki Haley. Take a listen. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Yeah, I don't believe uh, these people thought folks would still be supporting Trump the way they are. You know, Trump hasn't won anything since 2016. So between that and, you know, the 91 criminal charges and two impeachments, they probably thought people was going to fall back from Trump. But nope, clearly they haven't. Didn't happen. They learned that people are riding with Trump no matter what. Nikki Haley uh, was asked about, you just heard DeSantis say that she was warmed over corporatism. Uh, So she was, they were asked, they asked her about this and this is what she had to say in response. You know, and it's interesting because there's no proof to that. These fellas say this because they want people to believe it. But what's amazing to me is they think they can lie to the American people and the American people are going to believe it. Prove it. Prove one thing that they've said. Prove the fact that Donald Trump says I want to cut Social Security or raise the age. I've never said that. Prove the fact that Donald Trump says I want to raise gas taxes. I've never said that or done that. Prove that Ron DeSantis says that I'm a corporate whatever he says I am. I've never done that. I was in, in South Carolina. We fought for the people every day. There's a reason that you don't see the legislature lining up behind me in South Carolina. I mean, which one of these politicians aren't controlled by big donors, though? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. what, like, what, what, like, what are we saying here? Like, which one right. of these politicians, Democrat or Republican, are controlled by big donors? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Now, speaking of South Carolina, your South Carolina brother, Tim Scott, uh, who was appointed by Nikki Haley, by the way. That's how he got in the seat. He decided to endorse Donald Trump, and he talked about being sick and tired. Let's take a listen. We need a president who understands the American people are <laughs> sick and tired of being sick and tired. We need... 
That sounds like a skit. Yeah, I mean, none of this is surprising, though. I mean, it's not surprising to see Tim Scott endorse him. I just want to know how Tim Scott, you know, can't channel any black pastor at all. I mean, that, how you from South Carolina, and you? Uh, I would think you was in and out of black churches your whole life, and you can't channel not he tried. no black pastor? He like, tried. not a lick of black pastor was then sending to Tim Scott. He, he, he tried. tried hard, how you he can't tried. say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired? Did passion. you see the eyes? Play the again. eyes bucking and Come on. Play it again. We need a president who understands the American people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Man, take, take that back to the kitchen. Take it back oh to the goodness. kitchen. There ain't no seasoning on it. It ain't cooked the way I wanted it. I asked for medium well. You bought it damn near raw. Take, take it back, please. Arugula. Please take it back. Man. All right. And that is and, and, and you know, the other problem with the Republicans is that none of them seem to be running against Trump. No. Like, with the exception of Chris Christie and now Nikki Haley, because she don't got no choice, none of them were going against Trump. Like, you can look at the numbers in Iowa and see that about half of Republicans in Iowa voted against Trump. So clearly there's some Republicans looking for something different. But all these folks want to be Trump's lackey. I can't look at you as a leader if you want to be a lackey. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Let us know how your weekend was, what you did, or maybe your favorite team won or lost, whatever it may be. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, Envy. This is Derek from Jersey again. Derek from Jersey. What up? Get it off your chest. How you doing, brother? How the Breakfast Club doing? How y'all brothers doing? Peace, King. Doing How well, you, brother? brother? Can't complain. Yo, Peace, King. Uh, Uncle Sharla. What's up, Dr. my brother? Dr. Lenard, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So you said that you were going to give Donkey of the Day to Jerry Jones if he didn't get Bill Belichick as a coach as for the Dallas Cowboys, and they decided to stick with Mike McCarthy. Don't remind me. <laughs> so I'm waiting on the Donkey of the Day to Jerry Jones for not bringing in another coach to replace Mike McCarthy. Well, I, I just wanted well, to get your. Well, I gave him Donkey of the Day. I mean, I, I, I said that during Donkey of the Day. I gave it to Cal, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys organization. Sounds like Derek wants another one. Yeah, he needs a. No, you know why I say that, Envy? You know why I say that, Envy? Because he said if Jerry Jones didn't get Bill Belichick for the coach of the Cowboys, he was going to give him another Donkey of the Day. That's in the Donkey that he said when he gave him the initial. Donkey right. of the day. Give me wait till like I, I, when I get the energy to do it. I'm a little distraught. <laughs> I'm a little distraught right now. When I get when I get the energy to do it, I will do it. Okay. Thank you, Derek. Hello, who's this? George Almond. Hey, what's up, bro? Get off your chest. You said Doc Chalk. Yeah, you said Doc yeah, Chalk and Almond. Yeah, from George. I'm a I'm a San Francisco Forty Niners, and uh, I would love to wish all of my Dallas Cowboys in the NFC, but since we didn't. That's an old NFC line, man. My right, I can't understand the words you're saying, brother. Yeah. You sound like you drunk slurring your words this morning. Yeah. All funny. I heard was something about the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers. I think he said that he wanted to play us in the NFC Championship I don't think game. he said that. I think he said his, his 49ers are better than your Cowboys. That's what I think I mean, he said. That's, that's obvious. Pretty much. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Melinda. Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. So I called Friday and I couldn't make it through, but Friday was my birthday. 
Oh, happy hey, belated. Hey, happy belated. Thank you. What'd you do for the weekend? You did anything good? Anything fun? Yeah. I went to go eat dinner. I eat some seafood with my in-laws because my mother-in-law has birthday with me. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Where? Where at? Where you from? I'm from Houston. Houston. Oh, where'd you go? Where'd y'all eat? Trill Burger. Captain Brad. Oh, Captain Brad. Okay. Why well, only go to Trill Burger? Oh, I was praying to seafood. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Seafood. okay. Well, happy belated. I'm glad you enjoyed your weekend. Thank God for another year of life. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. Have a good one. Have a good week. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and he'll tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Tamika from Westchester. Hey, Tamika. Get it off your chest, mama. Okay, good morning, DJ Envy, Charlamagne. I'm a fan. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to get off my chest the fact that I did nothing and now I'm a broken up with the boyfriend that I've been with for three years because his girlfriend, his side girlfriend thinks that I'm her stalker. Wait a minute. His side girlfriend thinks, thinks you that you're stalker? his stalker? Mm-hmm. Alright, explain this to me a little bit more now. So, you, okay. okay. So I've been with this boy for like almost three years. Okay. And when I came out of my relationship, he came out of his relationship for a long time. And he still wanted to explore and all that, and we didn't know what we was. So he told me, like, oh, I'm talking to this one, I'm talking to that one, I'm talking to that one. So it's like, okay, whatever. But time had passed, and he had started moving his stuff into my apartment, and we started establishing things. I worked for the city. I put him on my insurance. We started establishing and making plans. I didn't realize how... We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I of a connection he was making with other girls. But then he comes to me one day and tells me, that's the other girl. Okay, okay, I've heard enough. So you're not his only girl? No. I'm not his only girl, no. Okay, so what are you calling here to ask us? Well, now? she's upset because she put him on insurance. Not, she thought it was well, serious. Well, this is just getting and off my serious. chest. I wasn't asking anything. Oh, you just, you just mad at yourself for being stupid? Hey. Yes. How old are you? 34. 34 years old. How many girls does this man got? I, who knows? How, you many can understand yeast, it, how many yeast infections have you had oh, since y'all been on. dating? I, I, I know your, I know your pH balance is always oh, off. Oh, stop it. Come on. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, okay. Well, I understand, though, because you, you put him on insurance. He moved in. You thought it was more serious than it was, and he was still playing the field. Well, see, I, see, I want to tell you that, that you know, you can do that's better. Not the point, that's not the part that I'm not at. The part that I'm not at is that I have nothing to do with his other relationships, and I'm being accused. Of being a, a random girl stalker. Why would you I care? I don't know this girl. Why would you even care? You, you shouldn't even speak to Why her. Why would I even way. care? This is what I'm saying. You ever been accused of something you absolutely did not do? Yes. And just super <laughs> fucking frustrated, but then yes. also super relieved because it's like you never trust me in the beginning. But it's just super fucking frustrating well, stop, stop I really stop. didn't do it. I understand upset. you're upset, She's but upset. stop cursing. But uh, understand that the truth don't need no defense. It, it only needs witnesses. So as long as you know, know the truth, that's, that's the most important thing. But the truth is, you just one of this man's hoes. Now, you need to ask yourself, <laughs> do you just want to be one of this man's hoes or do you want to be more to somebody? Because if you want to be more to somebody, then you need to go find that somebody because it's not going to be with him. Yeah. I'm sorry you went through that, mama. But take him what off you the mean insurance. She's still going through it. No, take him off the insurance <laughs> ASAP. She ain't gonna do nothing. Is he that. still on the insurance? Yeah. Who that talking to you in the background? Nobody. That's y'all on the radio. Oh. Yeah, man. You just another one of his hoes, man. And I and you know, I think that uh you deserve better than that. That's but right. you know, he did keep it one hundred with you from the beginning. It's not like he lied to you. Yeah, he didn't lie and y'all didn't have a conversation. You just assumed because he moved in, but that was not a great assumption. Obviously. Thanks. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Three, four years of raw sex. Three. You know what I'm saying? Him blowing in your bunkie. I know it got I know it got you a little open, man, but you know you you deserve better. Thanks. I'm sorry, mama. Have a great day. You Have too. a good day. Happy Monday. Damn, man. 
She should take them off insurance right now. She not. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. When we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to tell you about Dave Chappelle. Well, he went in on Cat Williams. We'll discuss when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cat Williams. Oh my God! Some call it gossip. Call out a name or you gossip. Some call it bullish. We call it E with the T. E with the T. Child again. I don't want to do this anymore. It's only entertainment. We not make this CNE thing. This ain't gonna happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Taylor. No, it ain't happening. There ain't gonna be no CNE with the T. No. Okay. I'm like, tired of doing rumors. As I don't even is. know why you wasted your time. Even though the intro was fantastic, I don't even know it's why dope. you wasted your time doing that. There ain't gonna be no C and E with no damn T. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This 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 rumor thing is numbered. Like I am gonna have my tea this morning though. Lemon ginger honey. All right. Well, let's jump to it. So mm-hmm. Cat Williams is back in the news. Of course, Saturday Night Live did a skit over the weekend where they uh, redid the uh, infamous interview. With over 50 million views, it was the conversation that broke the internet. Cat Williams. It's the truth, Shannon. Shannon Sharp. Come on now. The Club Shay Shay interview. Cat Williams keeping it completely real. Three things are true about me. I am 5'3". I have never told a lie. And I am 6'3". Look. Look, I don't mess with Barack Obama. I don't trust nobody whose name is all vowels. What? Why my mouth gotta be open so long, hmm? Now, come on, Kay. He's a hero. You know his slogan, Yes, We Can? I came up with that. Before me, he was saying, Probably, probably, I think we might. Oh, come on. You know that's blasphemous. Yes. <laughs> Pretty funny. Pretty who, damn funny. Who was that funny. in the sketch? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see it. Who was that in the sketch? I didn't see it either. I know it was uh, uh, Ego played um, Cat. Who was mm-hmm. playing Shannon? I don't know. Was that Keenan? That wasn't Keenan. Who was who? Oh, Devin Walker plays Shannon Sharp. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll salute to them. Yes, absolutely. And also, well, Dave Chappelle responded to Cat Williams and said he didn't like the fact that he was going at only black comedians. He only eats the He didn't say anything about any of these white boys. And none of these white boys function like that. And Cat is one of the best handlers in the game. And can't hurt people, hurt people, I mean, Dave, not wrong. No. I, I, I said the same thing. I said something very similar. If you're going to call out the power structure in Hollywood, don't go after, in your words, the puppets. Call out the folks pulling the strings. Don't call out the planters. Call out the people who are doing the planting. Like, you can't have any conversation about power in the entertainment industry and not talk about white folks. So if you really want to shake the room and you think that it's a real problem in the industry, you start at the top. You start at the head. Calling out a bunch of your peers does nothing but make you the talk of the worldwide nigga net. Mm-hmm. But don't listen to me because I'm a plant. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm.
Now, also, Jennifer Hudson, she talks uh, a couple of months ago, she talked about a relationship and it was kind of like the, the secret relationship that everybody knows about. Now, if you don't remember, she had a conversation with Gail King on CBS Mornings and they were talking about this relationship, but did not say the young man's name. Personally, is Jennifer doing well? Yes. Word on the street is you're very happy. I am very in a happy. Very nice relationship. Yes, ma'am. With someone who shall remain nameless. <laughs> so you oh. booed up. <laughs> booed up. Hmm, I think it's more sophisticated than Buddha. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's, but, a, it's, a, it's a situation ship. <laughs> situation It's not an entanglement is what I'm trying to it's say. It's definitely not an entanglement. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, today on the show, it seems like her boo, Common, will be on there. And here's a tease that they've been putting out all weekend. Now, we got to get down to business, Mr. Common. Mm -hmm. I'm a host, and so I have to ask you this question. Because everybody always want to know this. Are you dating anyone? Yes. And... I'm in a relationship that is one of the most beautiful people I ever met in life. She's, she's smart. She loves God. She has something real down to earth about her. Um, she's talented. But, but I, set, I set my standard kind of high because she had to have an E-God. She, 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 she had to win an Oscar on her first movie. I set my standard high. She had to get her own talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> is that the first time we've heard Common claim a woman publicly? I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. Well, he was out and about with Erica Badu when they were dating back in the day. Mm. Since Erica. <laughs> I don't <No>. know. <laughs> Serena. Yeah, Serena. He was dating oh, I don't Serena. I'm just asking. I'm asking yeah, the question. Yeah, I don't Serena. know. I don't know. Well, well, he'll be on her show today. What time See, is the show? That's why at? we ain't got no tea. That's why we can't be giving out no tea because we ain't got nothing. <laughs> got no tea. And lastly, Alec Baldwin is indicted again in, on uh, involuntary manslaughter charges. Now, I'm really confused with this. If you don't know what happened, they were shooting a movie. Uh, the gun was supposed to have uh, no bullets in it. And it was a scene where a gun, the gun discharged and killed a person. Uh, they're saying at one time that the charges were dropped. But then when the prosecutors dropped the charges, they said that they reserved the right to recharge him. And now it looks like they're recharging him. Alec Baldwin once again facing involuntary manslaughter charges for his handling of a gun on the set of the movie Rust that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. A New Mexico grand jury says the actor had total disregard or indifference for the safety of others. The indictment comes one year after he was initially charged. That charge dismissed last April. Baldwin has always maintained his innocence, beginning in his first meeting with investigators. At first, the FBI concluded that the gun could not have gone off accidentally, but the weapon was later re-examined with replacement parts. The defense will definitely have experts to say, this gun is not the gun that was the original gun. The original gun was so old that it fell apart when it was time for analysis. Baldwin in a statement saying, we look forward to our day in court. I, to me, I just be feeling like this case is ridiculous. I don't see how he's charged with a crime. Like, who loaded the gun with real ammo? It was supposed to be a prop gun. It, it was not supposed prop to, gun. It's not supposed to have ammunition. Now, when you're on set, you're not. And this is when I did my my part of East New York, so that's how I exactly know. You're not allowed to point the gun at anybody. So if you really, really look, they point the gun away from somebody. Your finger is not supposed to be on the trigger. But these, I think all these rules and regulations came after the shooting. Yeah, but this should have never been a real gun on this set. Should have never been bullets. A real bullet. If it was a real gun, it definitely shouldn't have had real ammo in it. And, you know, why would he, as an actor who's been acting for a long time, believe there was real ammo in the gun? Now, the only thing I can think of is what you just said. He shouldn't have been pointing the gun at anybody 
fake or otherwise. Correct. But is that against the law? No. Or is that just like an unwritten rule on movie sets? And it's TV an unwritten sets. rule, especially for insurance. But like I said, there is somebody on set that monitors that. Like when, when I when 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 shout to East New York, I'm I'm so mad that, that they took the East New York off. But when I did the East New York show, there's somebody that monitors how you hold the gun, where the gun is supposed to be pointing. They check the gun. They make the the actors check the gun. Like it's a a rigorous that thing that they double the and triple that, check. That shouldn't even be the actor's job. Like, why is that the actor's job to check the gun? Like, somebody dropped the ball here, and I don't think it's uh, Alec Baldwin. No, I just I think that, you know, when you, you got a loaded gun on set with real ammo, like, that's an accident that should have never happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, whoever loaded that gun, that real gun, and bought it on set, that is the person I feel like should be charged. Absolutely. Why isn't, and why isn't that person charged? Why isn't the person? Are, are I they? I don't person, know. No, I, I believe are that they? person is charged as well. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, Teslin Figaro has front page news. So don't move anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What up, Tess? What's going on, DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy? Peace, Tess. All right, now let's jump right into it. Some quick sports. The Ravens beat the Texans 34-10. The Lions beat the Bucks uh 31-23. 49ers beat the Packers 24-21. And the Chiefs beat the Bills 27-24. Let's go. We need a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. Uh, that's what I'm predicting. And the Ravens have to go out there and beat the Chiefs soundly this weekend because if it's close, the referees are absolutely positively going to try to make it to where the Kansas City Swifties are in the Super Bowl. And we can't have that because I can't take a million different shots to Taylor Swift, you know, at the Super Bowl. And I don't, that's why I don't understand why everybody got so mad at Joe Coy. Once again, what Joe Coy said was, was absolutely on point. That's right. You know what I'm saying? All the NFL does. Every time Travis Kelsey catches the ball in any way, shape, or form, they flash to the Kelsey suite right. and you see Taylor Swift. I don't need that, personally. Well, they're saying that the uh, Buffalo Bills cut off the hot water when the game was over after they lost so that the Chiefs players would have to take a cold shower. Sore losers. <laughs> Damn it, man. And by the way, Josh Allen is not that guy. And we, we, he's a good he's a good, he's a a good, good quarterback. What? He's a solid quarterback. And you know what's so funny? What? I had people uh, texting me when the Ravens were playing, and they were saying, if Lamar Jackson doesn't get it done tonight, you know, we're going to have to start putting Lamar Jackson in the scrub category. That's, really? what, that's what people were saying to me. Scrub, though? That's what they were saying because he, he, he doesn't get it done in the playoffs. You got to say the same thing about Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen don't get it done in the playoffs either. He's a good quarterback, but he ain't got no magic. Mm -hmm. At least I haven't seen it yet. Well, let's jump right into front page news. Let's start off with these Karens. Yeah, let's start off with the Karens. Black and brown brothers, listen up. Uh, Florida Republican Representative Matt Gates has a message for you. He says he believes that President Donald Trump has attracted a more diverse coalition to the Republican Party, uh, even as the GOP continues to lose support from white women. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. This is the blue collar realignment of the Republican Party. And what I could tell you is like for every Karen we lose, there's a there's a Julio and a Jamal ready to sign up for the MAGA movement. And that abodes well for our ability to be more diverse <laughs> and to be more durable as we head into not only the rest of the primary contests, but also the general election. Damn. I mean, what did he say wrong? More, more people, more people of color, as they call them, uh, are voting Republican. I mean, it's nothing to overstate, but there is some truth to it. And you know Julio and Jamal though. Julio and Jamal. I mean it's people it's black people, black and brown people. <laughs> Could he just say black and brown? No, because yeah, he, he said Karen. 
Karen ain't that. Karen ain't that. Well, you said be fair. Be fair across the stereotypes. That's right. That's what you mean. Okay. Being fair across the board. He called the white women Karen. He called the Latinos Julio. But, but called a white the black woman that is, is considered a Karen. They don't like that either, though. That's our where name for them. Where did Jamal from? I don't know. Where you get Julio yeah, from? That, I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, Jamal, I, I'm just saying, say Pookie. Man, he calling it all across the board. We focusing on the wrong things here. What we fo- should be focusing on is the fact that Karens shouldn't have voted for Donald Trump in the first place. Like, Jamal when, when, when you look at all the Karens who voted for Donald Trump in 2016 over another Karen, Karen Clinton, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it tells you a lot. Well, Jamal shouldn't, and definitely not Julio. I mean, Julio and Jamal might feel like they voting their interest. That's on them. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't judge nobody for who they decide to to vote on. Representative Jamal Bowman uh, disagrees. Uh, We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. So we'll, we'll see. But that was, that was really interesting. Let's just talk just a little bit about why the, the Karens have left. I just want to give some people some facts. In 2018, Wade, probably. Yeah. Well, it started. It's been a it's been a, a pile on. So in 2018, before the Roe v. Wade, 53 percent of suburban white women voted for Democrats in 2018. That was up 47 percent uh, in 2014. And then in 2016, 51 uh, percent voted. And then in 2020, uh, Biden won 54 percent of white women. So the polls indicated that they've been slowly drifting off. And then once they experienced uh, Donald Trump in real time as president, uh, he lost more white women. And then now Roe versus Wade definitely uh, was the I guess the nail in the coffin, as you would like to call it, on why suburban white women are leaving the Republican Party. So all I know is white women don't never get the blame. And the reality is white women are the reason that Hillary Clinton lost. Fifty three percent of white women voted for Donald Trump over uh over over Hillary Clinton. So mm-hmm. I don't understand how come, you know, when when black people always show up, <laughs> we right. still get the blame. If y'all if he don't win, it's black people fault. He don't win black, black right. people fault. But if uh when when somebody loses, nobody says it's the it's the white women's fault. And in twenty sixteen mm-hmm. it was absolutely the white women's fault. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely was. All right, now let's talk about this Kansas couple real, real fast. Yeah, Kansas couple uh, willing to kind of lay up with a dead body uh, for dead presidents. This was a crazy story. Kansas couple has been charged with collecting more than two, $215,000 of retirement benefits of a dead relative that they concealed inside their home for six years. Now, authorities say Mike Carroll's pacemaker, that's the guy who died, uh, showed that he died in 2016 at age 81. Uh, but the police did not discover his body in two, until 2000. 22 after his son-in-law uh, called the police to report his death in the Kansas City suburb. And prosecutors say that Lynn Ritter and Kirk Ritter, both 61, continued depositing and spending from Carol's bank account while his body became mummified on a bed in a home that he owned. Family members said that they were repeatedly asked, you know, where he was and they would give excuses, never take a phone call, wouldn't accept any visits. The couple is due to appear in federal court to face several charges Whoa. on February 2nd. Oh, so the dead body was in another house. No, another room, yeah, it seemed like. Yeah, well, it said it said that they concealed it. it was in the bed. So maybe it was in another house or maybe I, I, it's not really that clear to me whether it was with them or not. But it said it was in in a bed. Yeah, because if it was in the same house, how stink is this Kansas yeah. couple? Hard. How stink is this Kansas couple that they were able to live with this dead body for six years? Do you know how stink your house has Ugh. to be? How stink you have to be in order for you to have a dead body in there and, and, it, and it not bother you in any way, shape or form? That's well, and it, but let me read it clearly because it says behalf of a dead relative while they concealed his body inside their home. Yeah. Six they were in so another room. Saying in their home. That's yeah. disgusting. They must have never had no company over. Never. And if they did, the company must have been must have been used to them stinking. That's what I'm telling you. That house had to already stink. Them people had to oh. already stink in order for that dead body just to come in and blend in with the ambiance that already exists. 
<laughs> hey, could you think about it? Over five years of, of no family member speaking to this person? Right. That's all for $215,000. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, that is you front play page. game. Guess what race it is? No. <laughs> um, Caucasian. Yeah, I'm going to go Caucasian. <laughs> I'm going to go Caucasian. White. I'm going to go Caucasian. Kansas. All yeah, right. I'm going to go Caucasian. Well, thank you, Tess. <laughs> No problem. And make sure you follow at Teslin Figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to Teslin Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right. Now, this morning during Get It Off Your Chest, a young lady called and she was upset. She said that uh, she broke up with her boyfriend and now she's being accused of being a stalker to his side chick. I didn't hear her say she broke up with him. Yeah, she did. She said they broke up. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, she said they broke up and she was being accused of stalking the new side chick. Well, but she said she put this man on his uh, on her insurance. She moved the gentleman into his house. And, you know, she thought it was more serious than it was. And she was willingly just one of his hoes. Now, here's the thing about this call, right? Uh, mm-hmm. This is two men talking to a woman telling her how stupid she is. I think we need to have some women calling, mm-hmm. you know, and talk to her and tell her how stupid she is. Well, not only that, what's the dumbest thing you did for love? 800-585-1051. She put this man on insurance. She moved the man in. And it was nothing but dating. He never said he committed. He just said, we going to do He told her do. from the beginning, you just one of my hoes. He didn't say, y'all. He didn't say it like that. He ain't but, had to say. He was thinking it. <laughs> but 800-585-1051. What's the dumbest thing you did for love? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking, what's the dumbest thing you did for love? All right. Now, this conversation comes out of a young lady that called earlier to Mika. She said that uh, she was dating this guy. Um, you know, he she put him on her uh health insurance she moved man she was crib. just being dumb man she was demotized okay she been sleeping with this man for three years the man told her from the beginning he had a whole bunch of other women and now she's upset because one of those other women is calling her a stalker and she's trying to say no i was the dumb hoe that was here first well this is tamika his side girlfriend thinks that i'm her stalker wait a minute his side girlfriend thinks, thinks you that you're stalker? his stalker so i've been with this boy for like almost three years when I came out of my relationship, he came out of his relationship. So he told me, like, oh, I'm talking to this one, I'm talking to that one. So it's like, okay, whatever. But time had passed, and he had started moving his stuff into my apartment, and we started establishing things. I work for the city. I put him on my insurance. Okay, okay, I've heard enough. So you're not his only girl? No. I'm not his only girl, no. Oh, you just you just mad at yourself for being stupid? Hey. Yes. How old are you? 34. 34 years old. How many girls does this man got? Who knows? 34 is too old to be that stupid. Now, here's the thing. Um, This man never made a commitment to this woman. He did not. Ever. You know, he moved in with her. She put him on the insurance. He still let her know, I got other women out here. Oh, Somebody who don't want you to be nothing but ass. Well, we have Mina on the line. Mina, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, everyone. Good morning, Mina. Mina. Now, tell us your situation, Mina. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. So, the stupidest thing I've done for love is let a guy use my car. He was supposed to be taking his mom to the hospital for surgery, inpatient, and I found out via Snapchat that he actually took my car to Vegas to play. He took your car to where? To Vegas. Now, where do you live? Vegas. I live in South Carolina. Hold on. He drove from South Carolina to Vegas? (laughs) Huh? 
No, I wasn't living in South Carolina at that time. I was living in Texas. But yeah, he did take my car. Oh, Texas okay, to Vegas. Okay. How long is that ride? I'm not sure. I've actually never gone to Vegas myself. <laughs> what kind of what kind of car you got? I had a Camaro at the time. Oh, so he took that Camaro. Ooh. He took that Camaro for a while. And they were popping. That was back in 2015. You know, they were a little cooler back then. <laughs> well, wow. actually, you're not the one who was stupid, though, because he lied to you. Yeah, right. He, he manipulated you. He told you he was taking his mom somewhere. Well, yeah. yeah, it's not like he said, hey, I'm going to Vegas, and you gave him the keys. But the red flag was that he didn't have a car to go to take his mom. <laughs> well, he might have been trying to, you know, he might have been, he wasn't on his feet yet. Well, how old was he at that time? I think he was 27. That's 26 or 27. Dang. So what happened? Tell me, he got to Vegas and then what? He posted on Snapchat. I found out via Snapchat. And what did you do? You still with him? No, 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 no. <laughs> we we definitely broke up while he was still in Vegas. I was requesting my car back. So my car did get back. No damages or anything. So I was happy for that. Did he but bring, we just, we broke up. Did he bring it back with gas in it at least? No. I don't even remember. Probably not. Okay. Knowing oh. him. And that's a fifteen and that's a <laughs> fifteen hour like drive, him. Mina. Fifteen hours he drove your car. He got there. What I a- saw him on Snapchat. He was in Vegas. <laughs> Damn, what a legend. Fifteen hours there, fifteen hours back. You know how many miles he put on that car? What a legend. He's gonna need an oil change, new tires and what all that. What a legend. Hello, who's this? Brooke. Hey, Brooke, good morning. We're talking about what's the dumbest thing you did for love? The dumbest thing I ever did for love was I was with this guy. He was my boyfriend. And I was out with my friends. He called me from jail. And I'm like, well, what are you in there for? I look up. Well, he called me domestic violence. So I'm like, what you mean domestic violence? Don't you know he had went to another girl house and beat her up? Because he was cheating on me with her. And my dog behind went and got him out. Dumb, da dum dum. So you dumb, da dum dum dum. He was cheating on you. He beat up the girl. He was cheating on you. We don't need a recap, Envy. We just heard her. And then you yes. bailed him out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Y'all see the devil. Yeah, that, just young, dumb, and fun, but you know what? Well, at, at least you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad can you can laugh, at, laugh at, it at it now. She can laugh at it now. That was dumb. Eight hundred. That was beyond dumb. Five eight five. That like that's the kind of dumb that make you smart. Five oh five. What's the dumb mistake you did for love? Jesus Christ! Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. If y'all talking about it, you know we talking about it. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about what's the dumbest thing you did for love. This conversation comes from Get It Off Your Chest. A young lady called and said that she met this dude. Uh, she moved him in the crib. She put him on her insurance. And, you know, he was messing around with everything else out there. So she feels dumb. So we're asking, what's the dumbest thing you did for love? Donna, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's the dumbest thing you did for love? Um, the dumbest thing I did for love was forgive my baby daddy for having a baby on me, and he went and had another baby on me. How many babies he had on you total? Two? Two. Wow. Hey. Okay, with the same woman? Yeah. No, different woman. What a legend. Where you from? What a legend. He ain't no legend. Columbus, Georgia. Okay. Where he at now? On child support, I hope. No, he's not. He was a good dad now. He's not on child support, but he also had a baby on her when he got with her. He had another baby on her. How many baby mamas he got total? Um, Probably like six. 
Kind of like six? What you mean, kind of like six? <laughs> what does kind of like six mean? One of them tra- are you? Is one of them transitioning, so you can't call him a baby mama? I'm number, I'm number one. I have four kids by him. Oh, you have four? Yep. Okay, well, you got it out early, so I can't really call you dumb, dumb. Yeah, I, I got it out early and got it out of my system quick. Okay. All right. Have a blessed day. And I wanted to say something to Charlemagne. I'm yeah. right here. Um, You need to be a little more sensitive when these people be calling in. You don't know what that girl was going through. What you girl? asking about her pH balance and all that. that what you mean? That was a valid question. She was, she no. that was a valid Have question. You, I'm pretty sure you cheated on your wife before she became your wife. What I got to do with anything? That's what I'm saying. So be a little bit more sensitive to people's feelings. I'm just asking questions. Okay, your pH no. balance. I, know, I bet you yours was off too when, when he started creeping around with other women, right? And I bet your wife was off when you were creeping around with other women too. <laughs> See, you keep trying to deflect. It's okay. I'm not. I'm def- I'm not deflecting. I'm just giving it back the way you give it. Hey man, I'm just letting y'all know if the pH balance is a little off, it's probably because the man out here sleeping around with a bunch of different women. Am I lying? And you probably right. Okay. How but you- like I said, you don't know what her mental state was. She going through a lot. Be a little sensitive sometimes. Okay, Thank man. Everything ain't got to be kiki ha ha. You tell them that. It is Kiki Ha Ha. <laughs> Y'all got to learn to laugh at yourselves. Okay? If Hello? not, you're going to beat yourself up and be feeling stupid. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Shanella calling from Virginia. Hey, Shanella from VA. What part? I'm in Richmond, Richmond, but I'm from Brooklyn Bedside. Okay. All right. Well, we're talking about the dumbest thing you did for love. So, the dumbest thing I did for love was I was transitioned to move to VA with this guy who had a really bad gambling problem. So he mm. gaslighted me the whole time. Like, oh, we just talking. I'm not ready for a relationship yet. As soon as I told him how much I got from my income tax, <laughs> he was like, he called me one night and he like, I was thinking about it and I love you. I feel the same way you do. You know you want to help you. You know you want me to be your man. So he asked me to be his girl. And Mm-mm-mm. then after asked me to be his girl, making it seem like we was together and we was going to do this, he asked me for money. You gave it to him? Not only not only did I send him the money, he had me send it in another person's name, which was a female. Legend. Wow. <laughs> By the time I was ready to move here, I had finished my master's because I'm a teacher. And I was on my way here, went up to visit him to look at an apartment. He was cheating. Legend. Got madder than me <laughs> that I found out he was cheating. What you wanted to do? I, I guess. Yeah. The, I guess. I guess this is where I gotta have more sympathy. I gotta you have gotta sympathy. Have more I gotta sympathy. feel. I'm supposed to feel sorry for you. you I gotta have more like, sympathy. Like, like, no, you know that was my young stupid days. And when I think back at it now, I'm like, man, I was really stupid. Like, you, uh, why did I fall for that okie doke? By the way, you didn't. Especially fall, being from Brooklyn. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You didn't fall for it she because did. you knew he had a gambling problem, and your instinct told you, you know what? I'm not falling but for this. She was initially, looking, she but was, you didn't listen to yourself. She was looking for and love, and that's why we call you I stupid. Was. I was looking for love. She was I was looking, looking for love. love. Yeah, but guess what? I just wanted to. <laughs> she thought that was the man. That's why we call you stupid because you knew better. You knew better. <laughs> you you told us initially he had a gambling problem. You knew that then. But you know what? I look at it like this. I had to go through it so I can help my other sisters out. That's right. Right now, I'm a mentor okay. for go. Girl Group Corporate Purpose. I'm an educator at RPS in Richmond. And so I use my testimony to help other women break out of stupid. And that's very so that And that's why I said earlier, sometimes you go through things that are so dumb that it makes you smart. Yes.
Mom, Absolutely. I'm sorry, Mama. You was looking for love. You thought he was the one. You would have <laughs> did anything for him, and he effed you. I'm sorry, Mama. Stop having raw. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Sex but with you, these but men. you know what the greatest? You know what the greatest is binge wise. Almost, I've been here almost eight years now. 
I ran into him at Walla Walla just this Friday. And I was looking in all my glory, the bombs.com with my daughter hey. that he talked so much about. Hey. And guess what? He looked terrible. That was the sweetest revenge. He looked horrible. Ball spot in the middle of his head. <laughs> he looked like a whole crackhead. Damn it, man. Well, you got that ain't fair that's now. Yo, that is fair. How that old? is fair. He got a, Charlamagne I'm, got a ball spot. That's why he feels for the guy. No ball that's good for him. I don't have no ball spot. I don't have no headline. I don't have no headline, but I don't have no ball spot. Does he work at Wawa? No. See, now nah, she's going. Could you stop hanging up on the people? No. And let them tell their own story? You get so excited over these no good men like you wasn't one. Excuse me? Yes. Relax and Excuse let the people me? tell a story. Excuse me? There was so much more to Excuse talk about. Excuse me? Exactly. I have evolved, sir. Okay. And don't forget where you come from. <laughs> don't break. Don't, don't forget where you come <laughs> don't, from. Don't bring up the past, okay. sir. Don't forget where you come from. I have from. evolved. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the Ball story heat. is sometimes you got to be dumb in order to be smart. Okay? And don't expect us to have no sympathy for you because y'all know what y'all be doing. Everybody thinks they can change people. Yes. That woman knew that that man had a gambling problem, but she was like, you know what? <sighs> well, maybe if I just come through for him this time, that'll change everything. Correct. No, you got exactly what you knew you was going to get. I'm sorry. And that's some, why I call you dumb. There's some women out there that change some brothers out there. And same thing with this, the original woman who called in last hour. That woman knew she was just one of many uh. women that he was dealing with. You can't feel stupid when you accept it. All right. Well, that is that is the I was gonna say that's the topic, but that was your topic. All right. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to tell you about Odell Beckham, the time he was at Drake's house and somebody broke in. We'll discuss it when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Back to the work week. Yes, indeed. Now, a couple of minutes, we got the rumors coming up, and it's probably one of my my biggest fears right now. Uh, with, uh, with everything going on in the world right now, somebody breaking into your crib and in your property. We're going to talk about what happened with Odell Beckham when he was staying at Drake's house and somebody uh, broke into the crib. You got to fire all your security immediately because I'm sure like don't, he was talking about in L.A. Yeah, he's talking about in L.A. That's a gated community. Yeah, but it seems like in L.A. that means nothing. Like you hear about them breaking into Kim Kardashian's house. You hear mm -hmm. them breaking into well Drake's house. You hear them breaking into so many celebrities. And even now, you know, with, with what's going on in the world now, it just seems like burglaries are up. People are trying to, to steal cars. The only way to slow that trying down. Trying to rob people. It's, it's scary. The only way to slow that down is we got to hear about more of these people getting shot and killed. Seriously. You got to hear about, like, you got to hear more about people breaking into people's houses and there being real consequences and repercussions. People actually losing their life for doing things like that. That mm -hmm. will make people think twice. About breaking in full No, house. you're absolutely right. Because truth some, of the matter. Somebody comes in your house, you have they have a mask on, you know, they have a firearm. Nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk you, about. You know, and, and there's so many different things that, you know, that people tell you to do. You get a dog, you get a gate, you put an alarm system, but people are people don't care anymore. They they're coming in your house, they're trying to get whatever's possible and that's to talk about. scary. And then when something happens to them, everybody feels sorry for the perpetrator of the crime. No. Which makes no sense to me. I don't feel sorry for the perpetrator but of the crime. People break into somebody's house. People what, would. What, what do you feel sorry for? I I'm, I'm I wouldn't feel sorry, but I'm saying people would. That's the world that we live in. People would make it seem like, well, you didn't have to, they didn't have to shoot him. Why not? They didn't have to hurt him. Well, you sh he, he shouldn't have broken into the person's house. That's what happens when you break into somebody's house. And then there's so many different rules and regulations that makes every state different. For instance, in New York, New Jersey, if somebody is fleeing, you cannot fire at him. You can't shoot him in the back unless he's pointing a gun at you while he's fleeing. We're in Texas. They come in your house. It don't matter. You fleeing, you jumping, you mm -hmm. hopping, you skipping. <laughs> you can fire allegedly. Well, you got to check your your local laws. But 
Anyway, when we come back, I'll tell you what happened with uh, Odell Beckham and more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, my God. Some call it gossip. Call out a name or you gossip. Some call it bullish. We call it E&E with the T's. E&E with the T's. Ooh, child, the ghetto. I don't like that name, but all right, let's jump right to it's it. It's not happening. I don't know why we even keep playing that. CNE with the damn T. Ain't going to be no CNE with no damn T. <laughs> Sounds so okay. stupid. All right. All right. Well, Odell Beckham was on the Punchline podcast, and he was talking about the time when he was staying at Drake's home. He was uh, recovering after surgery, and he was going through training, training and all that at Drake's house, and he said somebody actually broke in while he was there. Tell us about your boy Drizzy. Drake is your is your guy. So you- everybody thinks that we were like roommates or something because he allowed me while he was on tour to like stay at the crib. I think it was 2015. I'm I'm getting treatment at 7:30 a.m. Two people walk into the house, no shoes on, feet were dirty. These people had crawled through the <laughs> gates of Hidden Hills, somehow found the boy's house, broke into it. I had to play this as cool as possible because like to me, like I was vulnerable. Like I'm on a table laying in a pretzel, like getting the, <laughs> the I mean, getting this. But anyways, I'm getting treatment. They run up in the house. I'm like, they're like, bro, we made it to Drake's crib. And so I had to try and like play it cool. They're like, oh, BJ, what's up, man? Like I'm so like, you had to like dab him up after you I had to like dab him up, but I was like on edge at this point. You know what I mean? They're like, man, can we get a picture? Like I get an autograph and like, to me, like, I don't know if you're carrying something. I don't know what it was. So I gave him the picture the autograph, boom, kicked him out, instantly called security. Where the hell was security at to begin with? That's what I want to know. He, he said he instantly called security. If I'm Drake, I'm firing everybody that was at that house. There's no way somebody can get on your grounds, get on your yard, then actually get into your house and then just walk around and nobody sees nothing. And that that situation could have went a whole different way, by the way. So o- o- OBJ should be... And I'm sure he is, but he should be very thankful to God that that situation didn't turn out bad. No, absolutely. He said it. It called. They crawled through the mountains in the mud to get here. So could you imagine? Imagine getting shot for being a fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. By the way, plenty of fans have killed uh, some of your favorite celebrities. By absolutely. The way. All right. So let's not ever get that twisted either. Absolutely. Like that's insane to me. Like somebody should have gotten shot in that scenario. There's not. You can't sit here and tell me that there's not a scenario well, they where somebody shouldn't have got shot. Well, they weren't trying to do anything bad. We see, but Who they cares? just wanted a picture. But if you break into somebody's house, yes, you should get shot. I mean, I would feel bad for them because they really was probably just fans Who and wanted to gives autograph. Gives a damn. So imagine getting shot for being a fan. And then being upset, why you shoot me, man? I love you. you. What the hell are you bringing into my house for, fool? I get it. Why is that okay? Like, what? You're right. You imagine the sense somebody. of entitlement right. that you have. You are that right. That you like this person so much that you, you feel like I'm going to crawl through the woods, crawl through these mountains just to break in their house to see them, and they're going to be happy to see me because of all I went through to get here? All right. You, you're, okay. you're a thousand percent okay. right, but could you imagine a kid, 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old, you're a Drake fan. I'm not a kid. All right. Yeah, you're still a kid. You're, you're not a kid. You're, you're a Drake fan, and you do anything to meet Drake, and you crawl through the mountains, and you're all muddy and dirty, and you, you crawl stupid. under a you encouraging this behavior. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. You're, you're encouraging you, this dumbass behavior. I, I am not. Yes, you are. I think look at all he went through to break into my house. I'm not, but you No, stupid. look at all he went through to get shot. He's stupid at 18, 19. He wasn't trying to hurt Drake. He just wanted a selfie. Why, how is Drake supposed to know that? You right. How is Drake security supposed to know that? You you right. Two, two people just come out of the woods barefoot, and you see them breaking in the house. You supposed to assess all that? Well, maybe they're just 
just fans who want an autograph. No, you're right. Maybe they're just fans who want a selfie. Right. No. Pow. But, I, but I, <laughs> figure it out later. But after you shot them, you be you feel a little bad, right? No, you wouldn't. You feel I feel bad that people are so stupid. <sighs> That's what I would do. I'd feel bad that people are so dumb. I'm with you, but like, damn, that was dumb. What right. a way to die. You're in heaven because you wanted a selfie with Drake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus. Wow. Wow. What you here for? Man, I just wanted a selfie with Drake, man. Broke in this house. Owl shot me. <laughs> Owl shot me. Now, also talking about Drake, he hopped on Instagram to talk about SZA and wanted SZA to re-release this song called Joni. Now, this is song is inspired by Jody Mitchell. Uh, it came out on SoundCloud, but was never officially re- released. Drake loves it and wants this song out. And here's a snippet of the song. Summer's on. That song was trending over the weekend. Now, I don't think we, I don't think, do we, do we appreciate SZA yes. as an artist the way we should? Yes. Like, do we, we do. really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, she gets all the radio play and stuff like that. She does. I, I feel she could get more awards, which I'm sure she will. You yeah. know, Grammys, Grammys the next month, so she'll get those accolades. But do we really appreciate the once in a generational talent she is? No. We appreciate her music, right? Like you said, her song plays mm-hmm. all the time, but her and what she does and, and how she performs and, and the songs that she writes. And how she does it. No, she's, we don't. She, 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 she still mm-hmm. has an air of mystery about her. You know, she don't do a lot of press. She don't do a lot of a lot of interviews. You know, she just gives you the music. She don't she don't flood you with music. Correct. You know, you get an album, then you get another album five years later. <laughs> like, right. Like, she just does things the right way the amount of music she sells the the, the music that she writes mm-hmm. the facts that it that, that it's all over the radio is streamed mm-hmm. do we respect and support her as we should as the star that she is i don't think people do that's my that was, that's why i asked the question no. I, I don't I, yeah I don't. music yes but as a, as the star that she is no yeah she we don't put she's not on the she's not putting the pro, on the proper pedestal i think she correct should be she should be the bar for a lot of people right for a lot of artists for new artists correct yeah yeah, I hate comparing artists, but she is that next. Or she's she not next. She's now. When I mean next, it's like when, she's the now. When I look at SZA, I look at and I I don't want to compare. No, I get what you're saying. That's what I mean. The way we we, we had a we had a we had our Mary J. Blige. Right. That's why I was going to compare. She we is had this generation. We had Mary. our Beyonce. Correct. We still got our Beyonce. Yeah. Right. We've had our Rihanna. We still right. got our Rihanna. But she's this is one this of those. Generation. I'm exactly. Saying, I'm just saying I'm she's you. on that top tier. Is what I'm saying. I agree. She's one of those. I agree. Yes. I agree. Now, let's talk Jeannie Mai. Now, Jeannie Mai asked for a delay on prenup enforcement. She is asking the court to throw out Jeezy's motion to enforce their prenup. She said uh, if they don't dismiss Jeezy's motion, she asked, uh, could they at least delay it? She claims that they only started the prenup process five days before the wedding, so she didn't get a chance to review it properly before signing. Not my problem. She's asking for extra time to make sure the terms of the prenup are fair to her. No. She said the short time she was given to review the prenup raises significant concerns about the... uh, 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 the thoroughness of the due diligence process. Jeannie Mai also apparently expressed significant reservations about Jeezy's finances. Her, law- her lawyers claim Jeezy only shared one financial statement with them, which doesn't seem sufficient for Jeannie. Dropping the clues bombs for Pastor <laughs> Young. <laughs> Pastor Young, Jeezy, that is. I- Listen, contracts are legally binding but it seems like so are prenups there's no such thing as i didn't have time to read it you signed it 
but this is what I don't understand, no, and I've been seeing it a lot. What people don't seem like they care about prenups, and people don't care about NDAs. People you do what they want to do anyway. Well, but if you sign well, it, you should have to stick to it. And that's exactly you had, you had, right. You have you have attorneys. That's exactly your attorney right. seen it. You signed off on it. That's that, exactly that's right. not his fault. You ain't no newcomer. You had an opportunity Jenny to Ma. say I don't like this or take this out that's or right. I need this more. Yes, Jenny Ma, you've been around a long time. You've been in this business a long time. That that is not an excuse that you did not have time. To read it. But not only that, she's been married before, so she's been through the process before, I'm sure. Oh, she was married before? Yeah. Oh, I didn't she know married that. to white guy, right? She was married? Yeah. I didn't know that. And they got divorced because she he wanted she wanted a baby. She wanted some dog meat. He wanted a baby, and she didn't want a baby. Some dog meat? I don't remember. All I know well, is... Well, dog meat, she said, was for fun. Like, I, I, okay. like me was not. All That's I, what she said. All I know is... Right. She signed the prenup. She did? And okay. That, and that is your rumor You report. can't go back. Nope. And, and, and redo the prenup after the prenup has been signed. I wish contracts worked like that. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> what? If contracts work like that. I want to go back. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't have time to sign it. Can I go back? And, nah, no, like no, 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 no. No, no, no. Trap or die. <laughs> trap or die. That's when you got to die. <laughs> you got trapped or die. <laughs> All right. Okay. Who are you giving your donkey to, man? Boy, after the hour, we need the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District in Charlotte, North Carolina to come to the front of the congregation. We need to have a word with them. All right, I'm sure he said that wrong, but we'll get to the donkey what I next. What Charlotte, North Carolina, Charlotte, Mecklenburg School District. Oh, there you go. Sound better now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Some donkey today just saw themselves. I've been watching Charlotte, man. I was ready for it. I never heard a donkey up today. What is it? I'm a donkey. Say it again, Charlotte, man. I'm a donkey. Yes. You are I don't. So I'll show you how to act a donkey. Everything that Charlemagne is saying is true. Yes, donkey today for Monday, January 22nd goes to the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District in Charlotte, North Carolina. Salute to the 704. Drop on the clues bombs for the Queen City, man. I love Charlotte. I haven't been to Charlotte in a long time. I'm definitely coming to Charlotte on my book tour when I drop my third book upon your head top. Or whatever the hell Drake be saying. But today, Charlotte Mecklenburg School District has to get the biggest hee-haw because they playing with people who shouldn't be played with. And those people are teachers. Drop on the clues bombs for some of the greatest public servants the world has ever seen. Public school teachers. Okay? The most overworked, underpaid, underappreciated folks in our society. These people received something from the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District that they should have received a long time ago and they should receive often. And that something is a bonus. Okay, yes, 225 high school teachers received a bonus of $1,250. That's $50 more than the STEMIs folks got for COVID. Okay, and well-deserved. Look, my mother. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. 
They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Uh, was a high school English teacher for many years in the Berkeley County School District in South Carolina. So I overstand the need for a bonus for these high school English teachers. And the teachers got one. But as the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District, give us the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District take away. Let's go to Queen City News for the report, please. More than 200 high school English teachers in CMS will now have to pay back money due to a payroll error. Mm. Well, in a statement, CMS leaders say 225 teachers received a recruitment bonus in the amount of $1,250. The bonus, however, was intended for teachers who are new to a critical shortage teaching area, which the district says was just an unfortunate oversight. Teachers now have to be able to have the option of repaying the bonus in a lump sum from their February check Come or on, choose man. to be able to repay the money over three months. Now, CMS says impacted teachers will, however, receive a separate $200 monthly retention bonus. They want the whole Black History Month check. Why y'all playing with them people like that? Why y'all playing with them teachers like that?
An extra $1,250 is a game changer. An extra $1,250 can give folks some much needed relief in regards to their bills, food, rent. Hell, how about an extra $1,200 might allow you to get some R&R? A little rest and relaxation. You might be able to go get a massage or a new wig installation. Your nails and feet done. All I know is an extra $1,250 is a lot of money for everyday working class people, especially teachers. And then to send these people an email from a district HR letting them know that $1,250 will be deducted from their next paycheck? My God. Damn. That's cruel and unusual punishment. And then you send another email saying teachers will have the option to repay the money in a lump sum in February or spread it over three months? Well, let me ask you a question, Charlotte Mecklenburg School District. Where in the hell are teachers supposed to get the money to pay y'all back? I did some research, and by research, I mean I did my Googles, and the average high school teacher's salary in Charlotte, North Carolina is 63800 as of December 27, 2023, but the range typically typically falls between 51700 and 79300 You already know Uncle Sam getting half of that. Okay, so all I'm saying is these English teachers don't have $1,250 to pay back. All right. Most of these teachers are already budgeting anyway. Every dollar is accounted for. Now they have to add another bill to the budget. These teachers are already paying light bills and gas bills and uh, uh, screaming service bills and phone bills, child care bills, I'm sure. Student loans. Now they got to pay y'all back because y'all made a mistake. Nah, man. I don't understand how these burdens always fall on we the people. Okay, if you made a mistake and gave me a bonus I wasn't supposed to receive, then you got to eat that. Especially when the bonus that was given was given to people who actually deserve it. 225 teachers getting $1,250 a piece equates to $281,250. Now, I could be wrong, but I did some Googles and it says the school that the, that school district, uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg School District, has a budget of $2.1 billion. I don't know if that's true. Okay, I'm just telling you what I Googled. And I don't even know if this is where that money came from. But $281,250 is nothing. And it shouldn't be nothing for the people who shape the character, caliber, and future of our kids. When I say that $281,250 is nothing, I mean it's nothing if you have a budget of $2.1 billion. And once again, if it's going to the people who shape the character, caliber, and future of our kids, meaning the teachers, let them have it. Please let Remy Ma give the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb? Mm, really grinds my gears this morning, man. Mm, mm, mm. Them teachers are more than deserving of a bonus. God bless them if they get an extra $1,250 in their paycheck. Eat that. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Mecklenburg School District. Don't make them pay that back. Well, let's 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 open up the phone lines. Let's go. 800-585-1051. Is this foul? The fact that you're going to give the teachers a bonus, a well-deserved bonus, the fact that they need the bonus... And then after what, five days later, you take the bonus back and mm. say, hey, we're going to take it back from you in a, in a lump sum twelve fifty, or we're going to break it down into payments. That's horrible. And like Charlamagne said, Christmas just happened. So I'm sure some of them had to pay off some of their Christmas bills. That's horrible. Some of their Christmas gifts that they had to buy their kids That's or horrible. I'm sure some of their students. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Let's open up the phone line. Should the teachers have to pay this money back? No. Or should the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District just have to eat it? Eat it. Now, it's funny. They find money for everything else. Eat it. They need something. They find money. 
They need a new gym, they find money. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know, know anything about this school district. I don't, know, I don't be generalizing. Five people usually find money. When they, people need money, they find money. Saying, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know nothing about these right. people's situation. All right, but let's just add and stuff. Okay. Somebody in Charlotte right now, how would you be with no gym? Okay. <laughs> 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 then be on the radio and say we bought a gym. We didn't ride no damn gym. Like, <laughs> all right, now you better stop. All right, you might say it. All right, you remember. 800-585-1051. We're asking. Should the teachers have to give back the money? That is the question. Should the Charlotte-Mecklenburg School District just have to eat it? That is the question. 800-585-1051. I hate you, yo. That's why I don't like you. That's what the lady said earlier. You don't show, you, you don't show nothing empathy. You're not nice. I like the kiki. Okay, I'm going to get me a kiki. Yeah, I know you're going to get All you right. a kiki. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who? Uh, the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District in Charlotte because they gave 225 high school English teachers a bonus of $1,250 by mistake, mm-hmm. and now they want it back. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. We're opening up the phone lines. Should the teachers have to give this money back or should the school district just eat it? That is the question. Uh, I mean, this is, this is a difficult time because, you know, like we were talking about the money and a lot of time the money is allocated for different resources, different things. And it could be for anything. It could be for bus services. It could be for more education. So a lot of times school districts don't necessarily have the money. But you guys made a mistake. Listen, These, these teachers uh, probably, you know, they got their money right after Christmas. I'm sure that they had to pay bills and they probably thought it was a bonus and was saying, thank God. I understand what you're saying when you say that they got to take care of other things, but there's nothing more important in that school that needs to be taken care of than the teachers. And I don't understand why we continue to overwork and underpay and underappreciate teachers. We literally drop our most precious, most cherished Correct. gifts off to these people for hours at a time. You should make sure that those individuals that 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 cultivate, you know, and 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 and, and help shape the character and caliber and future of your kids, you should make sure they get treated with the utmost respect at all times. So if you made a mistake and put an extra one thousand two hundred and fifty in their accounts, eat that. Right. Eat it. Well see the problem is let's say that as you can see it was an accounting error, right? But like you said, a lot of this money is budgeted for other resources for children. So although the teachers might not get it, it might go to other resources for the kids. Whether whether it might be the kids can go on a field trip or it could pay for school buses or it could pay for whatever in the school that's needed. So a lot of that stuff might have to be allocated for other things. I understand that. But if you put it in the teacher's pockets, let the teachers eat. By the way, that's your mistake. I hate when people do that. Like, you made the mistake. But it might not be you. You were the principal. It's the accountant that made the mistake. I don't know who made it, but somebody made it. I just know the teachers shouldn't have to bear the burden of fixing it. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have Heather on the line. Heather, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's your thoughts, Heather? You sound like a teacher, Heather. I am. I am a North Carolina school teacher of 22 years. Okay. Um, What most people don't understand is North Carolina schools usually don't pay us, but we get paid December, like, the 19th this past year. And then I don't get another check until January 31st from the school system. What? So, so y'all get paid for the whole yes. year in one lump sum? No, sir. No, sir. Oh. So we get paid early in December for our December check. Instead of get paid on the 31st because oh, the school month. system is closed, we get it on December 15th. Gotcha. And then we get paid again 
January 31st. Gotcha. Wow. So then to take money from me in, in February? You've got to be crazy. Well, let me ask you a question, Heather. We were ta- so talking terrible. about this. Do, do Sometimes the schools allocate funds for certain things, whether it's resources like the school bus system or taking them on trips or things like that. So if they don't have that money, where do they get that money back from? Could that be possibly it, that the, the money's already allocated and they're trying to get it back to go to the, stu- the students? From the knowledge that I have, there's an emergency fund. But yes, every school system has different pockets of money that are allocated toward different things. For example, there's transportation funds. Then right. there's... You know, most schools are Title I probably in Charlotte Neck, which means that they have a poverty level of a certain amount. So their socioeconomic gets them money to where they can pay for certain things. So if these teachers at one of those, it's possible to maybe use that money. I'm not sure, but it could be. So there's so many different ways that the school system could probably figure out a way to eat that money. So the reality is, the, 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 the answer to the question do you think that they should have to give the money back? No. Exactly. Okay. I agree with Thank you. Thank you, Mama. If I make a mistake, I'm not gonna I'm not going to be able to take that back. That's right. You know? But you know what? If a bank makes a mistake and the bank puts the money into your account and it waits eight days, you gotta get that money back too. The bank is a little different. And the reason I say the bank is a little different because when you get that money from the bank, you know that's not your money. You know what I'm saying? If you a school, if you a teacher at a school and you get a bonus, you just think it's a bonus. Right. That's a, it's a little different. Hello, who's this? This is Sade. Hey, Sade. Good morning. Good morning. Talk to us. You think the teachers should get that, give the money back? Absolutely not. Like, they should have locked the cash app card. Apple already <laughs> took the money. You got to talk it up. Where, are not you Sade. a teacher? Huh? Are you a teacher? No, I'm not a teacher. I'm a dental assistant. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Sade, what happened if some of that money that was given to the teachers are allocated for other resources for the kids, like a, a bus, a transportation resource, or something else that the, that the students might need? Maybe That's not trips the to the library or out. books or things like that. Well, you know? they need to like throw a dress down day and charge the kids a dollar, but the teachers <laughs> are giving that money. <laughs> Thank you, Sade. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sade, basically, Sade saying they gotta find get it. They gotta find that money someplace else. 800-585-1051. Should the teachers have to give back that money? Let's discuss this. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who? Uh, the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District. Okay, because they gave. 225 high school English teachers a bonus of $1,250 and now they want it back because it was a mistake. Alright, and we're asking 800-585-1051 should the teachers give the money back? We got Jay on the line. Jay, good morning. Hey, good morning, DJ. What's your thoughts, Jay? Hey, so, uh, yeah, I, this just recently happened to me. Um, My job, I, I work for a uniform rental company uh, in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Basically, what they did was they put $250 in my paycheck, came to me Two, three, about two, three months later, so oh, we made a mistake. Um, so we're gonna have to get that money back from you. So they had me sign off on increments to take it from me about twenty five dollars at a time. Mm. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing that be a, a consistent theme. You know, you know, anything they can to squeeze the little man. So well, well, let me ask you a question: When you saw the two hundred and fifty in your, in your, uh, the extra in your check, where did you think it was from? Well, it said holiday pay, so you know, I assumed that was part of the business too. Um. But because I work hourly and some of my other employees work salary, 
uh, supposedly I didn't get I wasn't allowed to have that uh, hourly pay, which was never told to me. You know that the holiday pay. So. They, yeah, they should they should have had to eat that. Yeah, they should have had to eat that. That's not that's not his fault. It says holiday pay. Right. If I work during the holidays, I get an extra two fifty. Like, damn, I like this company. Good good money. Three months later, you want to come and ask me for, for the money back? No. No, I get it, and I and I understand completely. Once you put that money in, into the into the check. That money is spent. You think it's a bonus, and it's hard to give it back. But that happened to us. When did that happen? To- a couple of years ago, they put they put a, a bonus in our check, and then they took the bonus back out our check. I don't remember that. One of the stations they were expecting to get paid from one of the stations didn't. You remember? That ain't never happened to me. Yes, it did. Happened to <laughs> no, all of us. No, it didn't. <laughs> they must have told you it happened to all of us. It ain't happened to me. <laughs> it didn't happen to you. No. You what you mean? It I don't even know what you're you talking about. I haven't oh. heard this story. All right. Ever. I'm going to make a phone call. I've never this. heard this story ever in my life. <laughs> really? No. Wow, okay. <laughs> they got your dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you talking about. Hey, never ever. No? Never. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello? Yes. Hey, what's your name? Katima. Hey, Katima. We're asking, should the teachers have to get their money back, mama? Nah. Honest, man, and the blessing. Take that money, do something good with it. Get your uh, massage or something. Okay, continue. She, she, she sound like she wants to go put yeah, your little down payment on the Hellcat or something. Hello? You say what? Nothing, nothing. Goodbye, nothing, at, nothing at all. <laughs> Let's go to one more caller. Nothing. Hello, who's this? Good morning, MB. How you doing, baby? How you feeling this morning? I'm wonderful. Happy Monday, Uncle Charlotte. Peace. Happy Peace. Monday. I love that energy. What We're talking about the school teachers. What should they do with their money? Should they give it back? Nah, Mecklenburg County need to charge us to the game. I mean, like, if you think about it, y'all radio people. Y'all have to pay for the equipment. I work at at and I ain't got to pay for the phones or nothing like that. But if I turn around and look at teachers, they be having to buy the pencils. They right. be having to decorate their own classrooms right out of the pocket. That's right. Charge right. us to the game. Charge us to the game. You I'm right. with you. Thank you, y'all. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is Charlotte Mecklenburg School District should have to eat that. And I just find it disrespectful that, you know, you would even do that to teachers, man. I mean, and I know that these things do happen. Like you heard the brother call up and say it happened to him at his job. But, man, when you do it to a teacher, it just feels more egregious because teachers are already overworked. They're already under underpaid. We don't appreciate them the way that we should. And they literally shape the character and future of our children. If you give them an extra 1250 you shouldn't even feel like you want to go ask for it back. Mm. You should be like, ah, ah, scream at whoever made the mistake. Take it out on them. Don't take it out on the teachers, man. Let the teachers live. All right. Well, I agree. The teachers shouldn't have to give up that money. I mean, the teachers, they, they, their job is hard enough, and they have to supply for so many kids and, and help you, with so man. many things, and they stay extra to help so many different students. The, the school district should have to eat that, and I get it. Some of that money might be you know, allocated for other places, but like somebody said, there is an emergency fund, and you might have to touch that emergency fund a little bit. That's right. All right, when we come back, let's discuss Nelly and Ashanti. Ja Rule is giving some advice. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ashanti. Oh my God! Some call it gossip. Call out a name, or you gossip. Some call it bullshit. We call it. E with the T. E with the T. I don't want to do this anymore. It's only entertainment. This is not what we call this. This this is no C and E with the T. Stop 
playing this, even though it's a fantastic intro that Taylor made. Stop playing it. That's not going to happen. I rebuked this in the name of the third co-host. I ain't doing rumors too much longer. I'm just going to let you know that. But anyway... Let's jump right into it. Now, uh, of course, we all seen the moment where Ashanti and Nelly, they rekindled their relationship. That was during the verses with uh, Fat Joe. And um, during that, Fat Joe wants credit for getting them back together. This is what Fat Joe said. You know, we brought back uh, Ashanti and Nelly. They look so happily ever after. So the other day, Ashanti FaceTimed me with Nelly. They were like, hey, bro, this, this, that. And do you remember they had the rumor she was pregnant. It was just a rumor. And I, told, I immediately told him I need 10% of this kid. Because if it wasn't for Versus that I brought Nelly out, me against Ja Rule, that's when they saw each other and that energy connected again. That's when he said, I got to have her. Now, he was over there contemplating. He really want to go over there. But he was contemplating. And my brother Mayor was like, yo, bro, what the f*** you waiting for? So he goes over there and that starts the conversation. I think we got to split the equity up, you know what I'm saying? Based off what Fat Joe just said, mm -hmm. he probably should get a little bit more equity than everybody, but then Swiss should get some equity. Mm -hmm. Timbaland should get some equity. Josh should get some equity. But what about Mayor? Because Mayor's the one that Mayor said go do it. should get some equity. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think Fat Joe should actually split his majority equity stake up with Mayor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's what it sounds like, you know, really, really caused everything to, you know, connect again. Well, Ja Rule talks about their reunion on a Tamron Hall show. Were you surprised by the reunion of Nelly and Ashanti? Um, not really. <laughs> not really. Why not? So her and my wife, they, they do they ha-ha kiki in, right? <laughs> and so, you know, you know, you can tell sometimes when they know they want that old thing back or they know. I don't want to, I don't want to blow sis up. I don't want to blow sis up. But, but the chemistry was there. The chemistry was there, and I, agree. And, and I think for both of them, you know, um, it, it came back quick. So I, you know, I think they missed each other. It, it had to be that way because the way the way they just clicked, it came back so fast. And he also talks about: Is there a possible baby on the way? If you had to give parenting advice to your good sister Shanti, what's the best parenting advice that like you could give her? Sheesh. Um. <laughs> you did a good job raising your Thank children. You, so you Thank you, Josh. Yeah, you, you just gotta love them, man. Tell them you love them every day. I love them. Well, that goes one, far. One last question: Can you confirm that she is expecting? I have no idea, but when when when, when my little niece and nephew gets here, we're gonna be everybody's happy. I love that. Thank you. What a trick question. That yeah, was a trick question, yeah. Can you give her some parenting advice? Just ask me what you want to ask me. Is she expecting? Okay, so I can say, huh? <laughs> huh? What you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, also, By the way, you can learn so much from the ha-ha kiki in the women, too. Just want to throw that out there. Remember Josh said his wife and the Ashanti be ha-ha kiki? Yeah. You can learn so much from the ha-ha kiki in the women. You just got to listen in between the ha-has and the kiki. Yeah, you just got to shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. Now, also, Boosie. Boosie Badass said he's being bullied by the LGBTQ community. Bro, y'all bullies, bro. I guess I'm the only one speak up for straight people, so I'm gay. Anybody who speak up for straight people, y'all say gay. That's crazy. Y'all done bullied the whole world, bro. Athletes, rappers, scared to, scared to say they straight. Rappers, rappers and athletes scared to even say they like women. They scared they gonna get bullied, bro. Y'all done bullied the whole world, except me. I'll blow y'all down, you know me. Awesome. And y'all done bullied all the athletes, all the rappers. They can't even say they like 
Y'all can come under my live and call me whatever. You can call me that because you know I'm not that and I'm not cool with it being pushed on the kids. So many of y'all be coming on my live calling me gay just because I don't, just because I don't like I mean. I would like to tell the good Bruce, brother Boosie one thing. Mm -hmm. Don't ever tell gay people I'll blow y'all asses down. What? Play that, play that part. I'll blow y'all asses down. You know me. Don't <laughs> invite those people to what sounds like a good time, Boosie. <laughs> okay? What Boosie said? What? Boosie said he gonna blow our asses down. Will he wipe us down afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> what voice is that? Play what? that again, Ray. I'll blow y'all down. You know me. <laughs> well, y'all know, know me. Boosie, don't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll blow y'all All right. Down. I don't want to talk about it no don't, more. You know me. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. Oh, salute enough. to the good brother, Boosie, man. My goodness. Straight All people right. don't need no defense, though. No, I'm not I honestly either. don't care where people choose to put their penis at. I don't need announcements when you gay, and I don't need them when you're straight, either. I don't know why everybody, why everybody got to feel the need to announce who they sleeping with and why they choose to sleep with them. All right. Whoever asks you blowing down, blow it down on in, 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 in the privacy of your own home, man. All right. And lastly, let's just close out with this. Of course, the 66 Grammy Awards goes down February 4th. And just add it to the list of performers, Travis Scott and Burner Boy. So they'll be performing. It's hosted by Trevor Noah. Uh, so we'll see how those brothers do. Luke Combs are uh, also. You mean see how they well. do? Them two of the best performers yeah, out, man. Absolutely. Travis Scott and Burner Boy. By the way, Twenty One Savage and Burner Boy got a phenomenal record on the um, on, on Twenty One Savage album. Yeah, Burner Boy is nominated for four Grammys this year, mm. and he's the first African to perform at the Grammys. Right, rightfully deserved. Yeah. So, and that is your rumor report. All right. Up next, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in 800-585-1051 Get your ass up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, salute to all the uh, the dance dads out there and the cheer dads. The season has officially started. Uh, I will be seeing you guys on the road. And yes, I know all my daughter's routines. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Why? Because <laughs> I practice with them. When they come home, they practice. We go through their dances and we have a, a, a big fun time doing it. Oh, okay. I don't know any of my daughter's cheer routines, mm. um, but congratulations. Thank you. I hope they come in handy for you one day. I hope you get to use them. Somewhere. Maybe. Maybe I will. Yep. Maybe I will. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice of Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for a positive note. You got one? Yes. The positive note is simply this, man. Uh, nothing annoys me more than someone expecting you to be okay with something they wouldn't be okay with you doing. I repeat, nothing annoys me more than someone expecting you to be okay with something they wouldn't be okay with you doing. So let's just all remember the golden rule, people. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.